sad, sad day for Chris Cornell fans. Uh, last night, Chris Cornell killed himself by hanging in a Detroit hotel. That is from the Wayne County Medical Examiner's Office. They said Thursday it completed a preliminary autopsy on Cornell. A full aut- autopsy report has yet to be completed. His wife, Vicki, said, you know what? I just asked a friend to check in on him because I was trying to get a hold of him on the phone and I couldn't. And then he went in and found him with a band around his neck. I have to still wonder if there was a Michael Hutchins type uh, connection to this, but uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, but Chris, you've got some. Well, you know, uh, I was sort of struck by it when uh, when I found out about it. And now it's sort of become a ritual when someone passes away. I just sort of crank up the tunes and listen to the, the music that they made. And, uh, you know, early this morning, I think some of my neighbors, I hopefully hopefully they enjoyed the way that I mourn. Because it's loud. Yeah. Well, Alan Cross was on talking about how Chris Cornell's, you know, he had four vocal range and he was incredible. I had the opportunity to see Soundgarden back in the 90s in a small venue in Vancouver. And it's, you know, one of those moments where you think, wow, that's an amazing uh, opportunity I had. And I'm so happy I had that opportunity, especially today, finding out the sad news that at 52, nobody's going to see this man perform ever again. Alan pointed out the isolated vocals for Black Hole Sun are pretty impressive. Here they are. In my Indisposed In disguises No one knows Has the face Lies the snake In the sun In my disgrace Boiling heat A summer stench Neat the black The sky looks stared Call my name Through the cream What what I love about the isolated vocals when we do this on the show is that you can hear the music. It's like your brain fills in the uh, audio portion of the the music that you're not hearing. And do you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. Like I hear all the guitars. Yeah, I can can hear it all. And I know that it's just an isolated vocal, but a very sad story. I want to talk about something that happened. You know, uh, I I thought it was a poor choice when I found out that Ryan Seacrest was going to be replacing... um, Michael, what was his name? You know, the guy on uh, Kelly and Michael. That's Kelly Ripa's uh, co-host, Michael Strahan. Anyhow, he's moved on. And I thought that it was kind of a poor taste, a uh, poor choice to get Ryan because I think he's kind of boring, Ryan Seacrest. Anyhow, uh, he's he made a big gaffe on Kelly and Ryan this week. He was talking to Jeffrey Tambor, who is the actor from um, Arrested Development. And Transparent? Uh, Transparent is his new show, yeah. Yeah, anyhow, he mistakenly thinks he's someone else. Okay, have a listen. We, we talked about all the things that you have done. Well, some of the things you've done and you're doing. To me, you're the scary guy in the subway in Ghost. Uh, oh, this is horrible. You're going to be embarrassed. Why? That's not me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> How are you doing? You all Who right? is it? No, it's Vincent Schiavelli. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, the, are you okay? It's no, it's no wonder it, was, right? it wasn't in anybody's notes. I said, no, I think he's a scary it's guy great. from Ghost. Tell right. me. Right. Wow, here we go. He's dead. <laughs> wow, terror ensues. Anyhow, uh, he was there to, to pitch his new book. It's a memoir, Are You Anybody? Well, we know who he's not, Vincent Scavelli. 
<laughs> it's funny because when uh, when you first told me about this story, I thought, well, maybe that is him. Are you sure that's not him? <laughs> because then when you see him, you know, yeah, of course, that, that's that guy. That's that creepy-looking yeah. guy who was cast in everything in the 80s as creepy-looking guy. It's true. Uh, I think that's actually on his resume. Yeah. Does creepy-looking guy really and creepy-looking creepy guy. Uh, the Larry Sanders Show. He also played Hank Kingsley who, honestly, I love the Larry Sanders show. Uh, that's a scary moment for anybody who's uh, especially live on TV. I'm sure that? he'll get over it. Have what? you ever done that? Mistaken someone for no. someone else? Not, no. Oh, yeah, not on the radio, but in real life, sure. Sure, all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> and then you know what I say? I'm not wearing my glasses. Sorry, I thought you were someone else. Uh, how terrifying is this? Nick Willanda, the um, fellow that walked a tightrope across Niagara Falls. It was a big uh, TV special. Anyways, he's married to an aerialist, go figure. Uh, probably met her at work, I would imagine. And uh, she plans to do her own feat across uh, Niagara Falls. She's going to dangle by her teeth from a helicopter as it flies over the American side of the falls. The uh, Niagara County Legislature uh, late Tuesday approved a resolution uh, setting aside 35000 for the act. It's planned for June 15th, the fifth anniversary of Nick's uh, televised tightrope walk from the New York side to the falls in Canada. You have to wonder, is it going to be televised? We're going to try and get his wife a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cause apparently Closer the, to the date, yeah. Where are they? They're out of town? Somewhere out of town. How do you train for that? That's what I want to know. Well, I'm guessing you do it at a very low angle. I've watched some people train for tightrope walking in a park. You know, they just get a rope. Betwi- tie no, 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 no. T- I mean the teeth thing. Well, I know. So, but the similar, a similar sort of uh, strategy would apply. You do it with a very uh, low distance between you and the ground, a very small distance between you and the ground, and you continuously raise it and raise it. If you're able to do it mm. dangling from five feet, then you should be able to do it dangling from thousands of feet. I... However, there's a lot of wind and rushing water and all kinds of different things that uh, come into effect environmentally when you're above the falls. That was one of the things that they had to worry about with uh, Nick was his feet could slip because that rope became very wet. Yeah, and he was tethered though, wasn't he? I think there he was because of t- television and all the legalities legalities of that said However, you have to I be tethered. I think te- he did the Grand tethered. Canyon a few years later without a tether. Oh, he's a I crazy think, man. I feel like it was the Canadian influence that got have him Have you tethered. met my wife, Chompy? <laughs> um, Chompy. The This is interesting and scary in the same vein. Uh, two 18-year-olds, two high school kids from Wisconsin, decided to climb the Golden Gate Bridge. They climbed it. It's the, the video is terrifying. And authorities now say they're going to be boosting their security measures, you think, after their video went viral on YouTube to show them climbing on the bridge. Not only climbing, they're doing backflips, somersaults. They're hanging from the cables. They're balancing on one leg. They climbed 67 meters uh, without any safety equipment. When asked why they did it, act of thrill. Nothing else. It yeah, was there. Sense. We saw the bridge. We thought, why not? Let's why do not? it. It's there. I walked the Golden Gate Bridge a few years back, and it is ridiculously windy. You're, you're s- suspended above a what is actually a really uh, tough part of water, and there's a lot of wind that sort of gets cha- uh, channeled between the, the two sort of mountain ranges before it flows into the... Uh, the uh, the San Francisco Bay there. It is a really windy a wind place. tunnel. And I was uh, afraid of heights just sort of standing there on the bridge, and I'm not normally afraid of heights. Well, what did you think watching the video? 
Oh, my feet hurt. Anytime I watch Weird. one of these things where, you know, I, <laughs> someone broke into a building and they're ta- they're doing a backflips on top of a skyscraper, yeah. my stomach is fine. My head is fine. I don't get queasy. My feet ache. I don't know why. We should probably get a psychiatrist on to talk about oh, that. Oh, probably, but I'll that would be a, a long jacket, segment, Chris, a long segment. Hey, by, well, by the way, started with my following, following the incident, uh, doesn't it always? Following the incident, the uh, the authorities are, are going to uh, look at installing new alarms. Apparently, they've got security on the bridge. And uh, Tea Time, the 18-year-old that climbed up, said it's really tough, it's really tight, but it has motion detectors and cameras, but he managed to elude those due to his high experience. He's 18. How many structures has this? kid climbed anyhow he's going to cooperate with the authorities to let them know he how he and his friend got to the top of the bridge without being spotted so that they can improve the protection sort of like a little catch me if you can you know that movie with uh leonardo dicaprio Mm -hmm. playing that guy that was a successful bank robber at 17 (laughs) check forger well hey that's the that's the uh sort of hacker way to deal with things too i'll break in and then uh, i'll let you know how i got in so you can uh, cover it up next time i want to just before we move on here i want to just point this out if you think your parents were embarrassing how about the parents that went crazy you can hear the tune pomp and circumstance Uh, In the background of this audio, they went crazy on Tuesday night at a high school commencement in Tennessee. They were the adults started throwing punches, pulling hair at the as the high school graduates marched into a Memphis church. Have a listen. Can you imagine somebody's mother? or aunt or something was seen in the lobby of the church afterwards uh, flat flat out on her stomach uh, hands behind her back handcuffed <laughs>